Hello and welcome to The Quiz Kids from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Quiz Kid, brought to you by the makers of Alka-Seltzer. Alka-Seltzer for headache. Alka-Seltzer for acid indigestion. Alka-Seltzer for cold discomfort. Yes, when these occasional ailments make you miserable, take Alka-Seltzer for really fast, really effective relief. Attention, Quiz Kids. Here's today's first question. What popular American dessert would you get if you joined up the last name of a leading 1948 pitcher of the Cleveland Indians with the nickname of the 1927 third baseman of the Pittsburgh Pirates? Yes, there it is. And are you folks at home up on your baseball enough to answer that question? Well, we'll soon find out how the youngsters here in our classroom make out, for here they are, the quiz kids and the chief quizzer himself, Joe Kelly. Thank you, Bob Murphy, and hello, everyone. Friends, we have a very important guest for you to meet this afternoon, Mr. Roy Fisher, the winner of the Quiz Kids Best Teacher Contest for 1948. The group of youngsters here in our schoolroom have already met this young man, for yesterday, along with their brothers and sisters, they went with our best teacher for a plane ride over Chicago. The children tell me that the big Delta airliner they were in was really something, and they're still plenty excited over having been made honorary pilots. Now, this afternoon, Mr. Fisher is to receive his $2,500 scholarship award, which is the first prize in our best teacher contest, from the chairman of the board of the Miles Laboratories, Mr. Charles S. Beardsley. So, let's get busy, children, and get our schoolwork underway. Here we go with roll call. Joel? I'm Joel Copperman. I'm 12 years old in the departmental in the Volta School. Lonnie. I'm Lonnie Lundy. I'm 12 years old and in the seventh grade at Lincoln School in Park Ridge, Illinois. David. I'm David Freifelder. I'm 12 years old and in eighth grade at West School in Waukegan, Illinois. Mark. I'm Mark Mullen. I'm seven years old and in the second grade at the University of Chicago Laboratory School. And Helen. I'm Helen Jasper. I'm 13 years old and I'm in graduating class at Joyce Comer School. And now, kids, let's straighten out that first question from Hilding E. Peterson of Birchdale, Minnesota. What popular American dessert would you get if you joined up the last name of a leading 1948 pitcher of the Cleveland Indians with the nickname of the 1927 third baseman of the Pittsburgh Pirates? We have two hands up. Lonnie's hand was first. Well, the leading pitcher of the 1948 Indians is Lemon, and the nickname of the 1927 third baseman of the Pirates is Pie Trainer, so that'd be Lemon Pie. Lemon Pie, that's it, Lonnie. Yes, sir. <laughs> 
Oh, boy, say, you really got that one quick. Yes, that's fine. That right answer gives us a good start on today's schoolwork. And it gives Hilding E. Peterson of Birchdale, Minnesota, one of the finest portable radios on the market today, a Zenith Transoceanic Standard Shortwave Portable in a good-looking luggage case. You know, friends, it's easy to win one of these radios. You send in your question, and if the quiz kids answer it correctly, Alka-Seltzer sends you one of these fine Zenith portable radios. If the quiz kids miss, you get a big Zenith radio phonograph combination with automatic record changer, the new Cobra Tone Arm, two FM bands, a truly magnificent set. So get busy on those questions. Send them to Quiz Kids Chicago. Well, here we go now. More questions. With schools closing this time of year all over the country, Mrs. C.T. Bryant of Houston, Texas, reminds us that there are many happy young folks receiving graduation gifts. If you children were selecting graduation gifts and could choose anything mentioned in a song title, what gifts could you find? Lonnie? Well, this would be probably graduation for college. The song I'm thinking of was Put That Ring on My Finger. Put That Ring on My Finger. How does that go, Lonnie? Put that ring on my finger by that golden wedding band. That's fine. That's all right, Lonnie. All right. Now, let's see. Got some more hands up here. A little Mark. All right, Mark. Ring around the rosy. Ring around another ring. That's right, and Joel. And Oh, well, uh, you'd... I, this is indirect, sort of, but it, now is the hour, so I'd pick a watch. Uh, I, oh, how do you like that? That's cute. That's a dandy, Joel. And Helen? If I was graduating from kindergarten, I would get a paper doll. A paper doll. That's another good one, too. David? Well, uh, there's a, there's a song, onesie, twosies, I love you, and that has a lot of numbers in it. and could have four, and, uh... I'd like a place block of $5 stamp that's worth $20. And a block is four. Oh, well, what do you know about that? Yes, sorry. And uh, Mark has another one. Golden golden slippers. You could give them golden colored slippers. That's right, a pair of golden slippers. And uh, Lonnie? We're in the money. Uh, We're in the money, yeah. They could give them money and also... Well, there's a song, It's Wonderful, that, that could be, mean almost anything that the recipient would be glad to get. Yeah, the recipient, yes. Oh, yes, sure. Uh-huh. Well, all right, those were all very fine kids, so let's get along here now. Here's a question from Herbert Hoover of Carroll, Iowa. If you youngsters were on a picnic and sat on a farmacary, would you be comfortable? Mark. I would not. Why would you not be comfortable? Because a farmacary is an anthill. That's just what it is, an anthill, and there would be answer. <laughs> Since uh, 1948 is an election year, H.H. Leland of Waterloo, Iowa, wonders if you children could name the last three presidents elected in a year ending with eight. Lonnie. Well, uh, 1948, this is... Na- in 1938, there was uh, no one... He elected, but in 1928, let's see, that would be uh, Calvin, or Herbert Hoover. Herbert Hoover, 1928. Herbert Hoover, 1928. And then there was none in 1918, but in 1988, let's see, that would be uh, Grover Cleveland. No, sorry, Joe? It'll be Benjamin Harrison. Benjamin Harrison is right. That's the last three presidents. Elected in the year ending with eight. Now, before we uh, consider this next question, children, here's Bob Murphy with a question. Have you had a headache lately? Think back. Uh, How about yesterday or the day before or maybe this morning? 
Or did someone in your family have one? Well, when headache causes discomfort, the thing to do is reach for the Alka-Seltzer. Yes, that's the way to help yourself to fast welcome relief. Now, you probably keep Alka-Seltzer on hand at your house for prompt relief from the distress of occasional acid indigestion. And you know how effective and dependable it can be. And friends, it's just as effective for occasional headache pain. Try it, and you'll agree there's nothing quite like Alka-Seltzer for fast headache relief. There's a good reason for this fast action, too. Alka-Seltzer is completely dissolved before you take it. So its pain-relieving agent, sodium acetyl salicylate, is ready to go right to work, ready to bring you the fast relief you want. So remember, when headache causes grief, misery can be brief. Take Alka-Seltzer for relief. All right, children, here we go with more questions. Oh, we got a lot of them this afternoon. Andy Worth of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, wants you to pretend that you work at Oak Ridge and are so used to talking in code that when you drop into a restaurant, you order your beverage by using the symbols of chemical elements. What beverage would you expect the waitress to bring if you said you wanted the symbol for tellurium and argon? David. That's T-E, so it would be T. Well, uh, you didn't clear up uh, uh, the other one here. Uh, T-E is the symbol for tellurium. How about argon, Joel? A, so it would be T. It would still be T-E-A. That's right. I just wanted to bring out the other one there. What beverage would the symbols for the following spell? Cobalt, calcium, carbon, oxygen, lanthanum. David? Well, uh, what, what was the third and fourth one? I didn't get Third and fourth, carbon, oxygen. Cobalt, calcium, carbon, oxygen, lanthanum. Lonnie. Well, cobalt, I believe, is... Well, wait a second. Oxygen is O, and carbon is C-A, What What would what'd you give me for cobalt? Well, I, I didn't give that. I'm coming back to that. Oh, I see. And lanthanum oh, is L-A. So, uh, let's see, that would end... C-O-Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, that's it. That's right. Yes, sir. Ah, cobalt, C-O, calcium, C-A, carbon, C, oxygen, O, and lanthanum, L-A. Coca-Cola. Well, let's don't pause any more right here. Let's get along here. I guess almost everyone has his garden planted now, and the next thing to worry about will be fighting garden pests. Uh, but uh, Mrs. F.L. Zoldak of University Heights, Ohio, tells us that certain birds are a great help in fighting specific pests. Now, can you mention any of these birds that help the gardener and tell what kind of insect or pest they eat? Uh, David? Well, uh, the uh, cardinal is one of them, and that eats... Uh, it, it eats the... It's some plant that, that eats the... It's some insect that eats the sap of the plants. I think it eats the apple worm... And, and, uh... You're not quite sure, though, huh? No, I'm not quite sure. I see. Which one is well, let's see. Uh, Mark has his hand up. Mark? The cardinal eats beetles with hard shells that some birds can't... Some birds can't crack the shells. Yeah. And then the spell eats weed seeds that would be bad for the garden. Yeah, well, uh-huh. That's right. Of course, we're, we're talking about, uh, uh, really talking about insects. Uh, um, Lonnie? Well, this isn't exactly an insect either. Uh, what but the blue jay, uh, well, the blue jay eats insects uh, that are harmful to the crops. I'm not sure which, though. And uh-huh. the robin, I believe, eats the apple worm. But, of course, that isn't an insect. Uh, well, let's see, uh, Joel. Well, if you, <clears throat> if you had trees, then you'd want the woodpecker because it eats the insects that feed on the trunk of the tree. That's right, huh, Mark? 
The uh, Orioles eat furry caterpillars. Most birds are scared to eat them because they're afraid the fur will get caught in the bill. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. But they, uh, they eat them just the same, don't they, from time to time. All right, Mark. Purple Mountain eats gnats and mosquitoes that would keep you from enjoying your garden. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Lonnie? Well, uh, someone was talking about woodpeckers also. Well, I guess it's a member of the woodpecker family, but the uh, flecker would eat insects from the bark of the tree. Uh, and I believe a nuthatch also does. Yeah, and uh, Mark? The uh, flicker eats ants that bring up the sand, and the sand is very bad for a garden. Oh, oh, I see. Then the flicker would be comfortable sitting on a on a formicary. Would uh, <laughs> <laughs> be. All right, well, fine, kids. Uh, those were all very, very good. Let's see what we can do with this next one. Lawrence Sperlin of Lafayette, Georgia, says that the expression the big four has been applied to a number of important things from railroads to uh, political leaders. He wants you to identify these groups of four from their first names alone. Now listen closely. George, Vittorio, David, and Thomas. Joel. That'd be the big four at the World War, after World War I. It'd be David, Lloyd, George, George, yeah. I believe, uh, George Clemenceau, Victorio Orlando, and Thomas Woodrow Wilson. That's right, Joel. Nice point. Oh, boy. You know, I, I just had a hunch that you kids weren't going to get that, but you certainly did. See what you can do with this next one. What group of four is this? Jim, Harry, Elmer, and Don. Jim, Harry, Elmer, and Don. Joel. Those were the four horsemen. The four horsemen, that's right, of Notre Dame. Right. Can you give me their names? Their full names? Well, I don't know uh, which is which, but... Jim, what's Crow- his name? Jim, I believe, is Crowley. Crowley, uh, Harry. Harry is... Uh, Drail. Yes, Drail. And Elmer yeah. is Layden. Layden. And Don? And Don is, I believe, Miller. Miller, right. That's right. Uh-huh. Now, if uh, you quiz kids like berries and cream as well as you like my birthday cake last week, you won't have any trouble with this question from Thea Tao of Radcliffe, Iowa. Our organist, Howard Peterson, will play parts of three songs, and you youngsters are to tell what kind of berry each title suggests. Now, you are to try and get two out of three on this. All right, Howard, let's have number one. Lonnie? Blue sky, so that could be blueberries. Blueberries, right. Uh Uh-huh, let's see if we can get the next one. Lonnie? That's when you and I were young, Maggie. Uh Uh-huh. Is there a young berry? There certainly is. Young berry, that's right. Uh Uh-huh. And here's the last one. Lonnie? That's a turkey in the straw. That's so? a strawberry. Strawberries, right. Yes, there is. And could be cranberries, too. Uh-huh. Well, I, uh, I think it's about time now to meet our important guest, and that's just what we're going to do. But first, here's Bob Murphy with a poem of the season. Uh, correction, Mr. Kelly. I'm using just the first line of a well-known poem, and I'm changing that to read, What is so rare as a weekend in June? Let's say it's that weekend when you're starting off on a little trip, or maybe your summer vacation. It's early in the morning, the car is all packed, and you're just about ready to roll when the little woman says, 
Oh, wait a minute, Jim. We can't go yet. Uh, give me the keys to the house. Oh, great jumping Jupiter. What have you forgotten now? Oh, don't be cross, dear. Just give me the keys to the house. I won't be a minute. I know right where it is. You know right where what is? Uh, no, don't answer me. Whatever it is, we'll get along without it. But, Jim, you know how steady driving can give you a headache sometimes. And up there in the mountains, we'll be eating food we're not accustomed to. And you'll remember from last year how you had acid indigestion a couple of times. And you know how Alka-Seltzer came to the rescue so quickly. Hey, why make me the example every time? I can remember you were mighty glad we had Alka-Seltzer along last year, too. Oh, I'm not saying I wasn't. In fact, I think there's nothing quite like Alka-Seltzer to help relieve the fatigue you feel from long hours of driving and... Oh, for goodness sakes, Jim, we're wasting time. Yeah, and breath, too. If you just said it was Alka-Seltzer you were talking about in the first place, we could have been on our way. I went to the drugstore last night and bought our vacation supply of Alka-Seltzer. And I didn't forget, I put it right here in the car, too. And that's the place for it, friends. Don't forget that extra package of Alka-Seltzer, either. You never know what time of the day or night you may need the fast, effective relief Alka-Seltzer can give. And that extra package can act just like a spare. You may not need to use it, but it's wise to have it there. Get Alka-Seltzer at any drugstore in the large economy size package. And now it's time to meet our best teacher of 1948. 16-year-old Falcon Guthrie wrote the letter which won for Roy Fisher this year's scholarship award. And he said of our best teacher, his classroom has the friendliest atmosphere in our school. I feel pounds lighter when I enter that door. Now, friends, just that one sentence tells you a lot about this 22-year-old teacher. Roy Fisher of Volans, Virginia, which has a population of only 100, attended the Volans High School as a student, and he is now teaching English there. Volans is a rural high school with an enrollment of approximately 300 students, many of whom traveled 20 miles to attend school. Our scholarship committee, Dr. Whitty, Dr. Olson, and the Reverend Dr. Moore, found that Roy has a splendid record not only as a teacher, but also as a progressive citizen in his community. I'm sure you folks will be interested in reading more details about the background of this fine young teacher in the current issue of Time magazine. Right now, I want you all to meet our best teacher of 1948. And here he is, Roy Fisher. Roy, uh, there are still a few more questions here on my desk, uh, so how would you like to take over for a few minutes and see how you like my class? Well, thanks, Joe. It'll be a real experience for me. I don't know how well I'll do, but I'll try my best. Are these the questions? That's right. You just sit right down there and begin with the one on top. Okay. Uh, since you quiz kids have probably had the usual children's diseases at some time or another, Mrs. Bell Clemens of Los Angeles, California, thinks we could have fun using slang expressions to describe them. For instance, for whooping cough, you might say, I just don't give a hoop. <laughs> now, what slang expressions might describe mumps? Lonnie? Well, there's paint the town red. All right. Uh, <laughs> usually, don't you usually break out with a red rash with mumps? I think so. I, haven't had I believe you're right there. Any others? David? You're making a mountain out of a molehill, and you're trying to get mad at a molehill. That's a good one. Bonnie? Well, uh, during the war, there was uh, over the hump. It was uh, an expression about flying over the Himalayas, and uh, a hump uh, is, uh, well, like you'd have when you have the mumps. 
That's right. Ah, uh, David, you have another. It was a battle of the bulge. <laughs> battle of the bulge. That's very good, Joel. Oh uh, well, uh, doesn't the humps, uh, mumps usually uh, occur only on one side? So it could be uh, you're just beside yourself. Well, I think you'll find it often on each side. Sometimes, though, it's just on one side. All right. Um, that's very good. What slang expression might describe the measles? Lonnie? I've got dots in front of my uh, in That's my eyes. very good. Joel? Spotty performance. <laughs> I'd like that. Any others? Well, we could say, uh, they've got you spotted, you're covered, don't be rash, you're in the pink. <laughs> okay. Uh, yesterday, Quiz Kids and I enjoyed our airplane ride so much that I might try to catch you on this question from Mrs. John Kosh of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. What Yankee Clipper recently made three round trips within two hours and 17 minutes? Joel? That'd be Joe DiMaggio. That's exactly right. And uh, Lonnie? Well, he is talking about the time that he made three home runs, which is called a round trip in two hours and 17 minutes, which was the time of the game. And I believe they were playing the... Uh... I forget who they were playing. Playing the Indians. That's right. It's very good. <coughs> All right, this question from R.R. Uh, Mir of Chicago is about imposters in opera. And in what opera did a chap named Gregory try to usurp a throne by impersonating the rightful heir who has been murdered? L David? Well, that was in Boris Godunov. It was uh, Gre Gregory who, was, who lived in a monastery. He was uh, training to be a, a monk, and he took the place of Prince... of a... Boris Godunov's nephew, Prince Dmitri. That's right. Who was really dead. That's very good. All right, and uh, another question. In what opera does a young man who is really a count pretend he is a music teacher? I believe Lonnie's hand was up That's there. That's the Marriage of Figaro by Mozart. No. David? The Barber of Seville. That's right. You remember whom it's by? No. Oh, uh... No, I'm not sure. I think it was Mozart. No. Joel? Rosini. That's right. Very good. All right, we have a nice question this time. In this question from Mrs. Gilpin Walker of Washington, D.C., the last names of famous people have been changed by using another word with the same meaning in its place. See if you can tell the correct name. Thomas Ake. David? It was Thomas Paine, the author. That's right. Very good. All right, another. Molly Waterjug. <laughs> I don't know whose name went up first that time. Was it Helen? Molly Pitcher. Molly Pitcher. That's good. And James F. Barrelmaker. <laughs> James F. Barrelmaker. Lonnie? Well, uh, this is a kind of a wild guess. James Hooper? No. Because Barrel Hoops. Uh... He's pretty warm, though, isn't he, Roy? Yes, you're getting warm. You're warm. We just changed that W to something else. James. What? Last name. Change the W. What W? 
Huh? You said Hooper, didn't you? No, Hooper, I said. Oh, Hooper, H. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh (laughs) Well, you better tell him then. Well, I believe you'll find that's James Fennimore Cooper. And Cooper means barrel maker. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that uh, was a miss on that third part there. We'll have to mark you wrong on that one, kids. So that means that Mrs. Gilpin Walker, Washington, D.C., wins a big 239.50 Zenith Radio Phonograph combination from the makers of Alka-Seltzer. Well, we heard the final bell, Roy. It means the same as a dozen regular school. Class is over. You've done a fine job of conducting school this afternoon, Roy. And now it's time to receive your reward as the best teacher of 1948. Here to present it to you is the chairman of the board of the Miles Laboratories, Mr. Charles S. Beardsley. Thank you, Joe. Friends of the radio audience. I consider it a great honor and a privilege to be here to meet Roy Fisher and present to him the annual scholarship award as our best teacher of 1948. This is the third time this award has been given by the Miles Laboratories and the Quiz Kid program. Year after year, the nationwide interest in this annual tribute to teachers has increased. This is most gratifying to us at Miles because the real purpose of our scholarship award is to emphasize the importance of teaching as a profession, to honor all the fine men and women who are teaching now, and to encourage more of our young people to select teaching as a life's work. No other profession can be more stimulating and satisfying than that of guiding the eager young minds of our American children. It carries with it a great responsibility for it is in the classroom that our children learn the value of our American way of life and their obligation to the future. Roy is fully aware of this great responsibility, and being selected as the best teacher of the year is proof that he is meeting its challenge. Mr. Fisher, on behalf of the Miles Laboratories, I am happy to present to you this check for $2,500, representing your scholarship award as the best teacher of 1948. May your youth, your enthusiasm, and your success as a teacher serve as an inspiration to thousands of other young men and women and encourage them to enter this worthy profession of teachers teaching as you did. Congratulations and best luck to you. Thank you, Mr. Beardsley. No one will ever know how thrilled I was when the scholarship committee notified me I had won. Winning this contest means so much to me and to my future as a teacher. I want you to know that I'm already making plans to go back to school this fall to work on my master's degree. This award is making that possible, and I hope it will help me become a better teacher. Well, we're all very happy for you, Roy, and we know you have a wonderful future ahead of you. Oh, wait a minute, Mr. Beersley. I have a surprise for you. You also have won an award. It is a beautiful gold emblem from Lions International, the Melvin Jones Award, which it is my pleasure to present to you on behalf of the International Secretary General and founder of the Lions Association. It is an award for your service to American youth. First by presenting our young people through the medium of this Quiz Kids program as the alert, responsible young citizens they really are, and second, for your encouragement of better education for youth 
as exemplified by this Best Teacher Contest. You are the first person ever to receive this award. Thank you, Joe. And Mr. Jones, this is, the, this is an honor I value. Well, this is really award day here in the Quiz Kids classroom, and we're not through yet. The children who appeared on our Quiz Kids board this afternoon will, as usual, each receive a $100 security bond from the makers of Alka-Seltzer to help them with their future education. The judges have handed me the report on your work here in class today, children, but before we hear who comes back to school next Sunday, we have one more big surprise for our best teacher. Roy... Now, you've been on the go constantly since you landed at the Chicago airport a week ago, eating in Chicago's famous restaurants, seeing that hit play high-button shoes, going out to the Cubs park for a ball game, being outfitted by Marshall Fields with a complete fishing outfit, meeting representatives of the press, and appearing on several famous radio programs. And, well, it's all great fun, but we thought maybe you might need a rest after so much excitement. So that's exactly what has been arranged. Yes, you're to have a week's vacation after this busy whirl here in Chicago. Right after this broadcast, you'll hop a Delta airliner for Florida and spend a week recuperating at the McFadden Doville Hotel at Miami Beach. Now, what do you say to that, huh? <laughs> Folks, you should see his face. He can't say a thing. <laughs> well, never mind, Roy. It isn't necessary. You just go on down there to Florida and bask in the sunshine and don't worry about a thing. Now then, children, about school next week. It seems our class as a whole missed only one question today. That's fine. Lonnie is first, Joel second, and David and Mark tied for third. That means you four will return to your desks next Sunday along with a new quiz kid, John Galinas, age 11. We hope all you listeners will be on hand, too, for another competitive question session with the Quiz Kids. So until next Sunday, then, this is Joe Kelly dismissing the Quiz Kids. Goodbye, kids. Bye, Bye Mr. Kelly. Are you having trouble getting your growing children to take their vitamins every day? Try giving them one-a-day brand multiple vitamin capsules. Each one-a-day brand multiple capsule contains all the vitamins for which the amount needed for grown-ups and children has been established. What's more, one capsule every day is all they take. And one-a-day brand multiple vitamin capsules are low in cost. A full two-month supply for only $2. Ask your druggist for one-a-day brand vitamins. Good for growing children and adults. Remember, for vitamins the easy way, for vitamins the thrifty way, the brand you want is one-a-day. Listen to the Quiz Kids every week. And listen to Alka-Seltzer's News of the World every Monday through Friday on most of these NBC stations. This is Bob Murphy speaking. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.